If you want to ask a question, if you want to talk about something, if you want to, because it's going out live, there's microphone, but don't worry about the going out live, but that's why there's microphones and things. Egoistically, I hope nobody does, because I don't see you anymore. <laughs> you can move your chair. <laughs> <laughs> Questions? Just a recording? Okay, and maybe some observations from you. This morning I woke up so much lighter. Um, my body wasn't thinner, but I was. <laughs> um, it came from what you said about memory yesterday. You made the one comment, that event might not have even happened. And for me, since if I go to one event and it hasn't happened, then I just automatically say, all events haven't happened. Well, my mind is simple in that way. Yeah. Um, and without the past, there's nothing, well, without a past that you're saying is yours. Yes. There's no weight. Yes. There's nothing I'm dragging behind me now. Yes. And I think that's where the lightness comes from. And as soon as there's no weight <clears throat> and the lightness is there, you really have the feeling that you can play. Yes. Because you can't play when I'm dragging. <clears throat> and that's just my observation from this morning. Mm, lovely. <laughs> and so where does the future sit in all this? Um, what future? Yes. That's right. Yeah. It's only yes. a concept. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I realized. The memories are just thoughts. Mm -hmm. Thoughts aren't real. No, that's so, not. Yeah, so... Wonderful. Yes. <laughs> yes, the matrix is breaking, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the thought this morning when I was coming here came into my mind. There's no one out there. Mm -hmm. There's nothing out there. Yes. And that also light. Yes. 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 And so, whatever comes, we'll be just finding it all out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> You're most welcome. You found it yourself. That's the play. <clears throat> Yeah, I have a question. Mm -hmm. 
Why do you think in the past um, all kind of uh, spiritual knowledge was hidden and uh, to get there one had to go through like some kind of um, difficult road? Mm. And why is it so open today? Yes. One answer is why not? Um, but I suppose, you know, every, everything in creation changes all the time. It's all subject to change. So there will be a time when spiritual knowledge is hidden and when it's really available, and there will come another time when it's hidden again. It's just the cycle of the movement within all that changes. Nothing ever stays the same in this realm. But don't you think there was a reason like, uh, for hiding things that are precious and that, uh, in general, we usually uh, do hide everything that is precious? Uh, even today, always, uh, I don't explain myself well. But there's no reason for anything. Really, mind search for, searches for reasons in order to explain something so that it can... Okay, that's that question answered. I have a reason for it. There is no reason for any of it. Whatsoever. Whatsoever. There is no purpose. There is no reason for anything. That's just an activity of mind that happens when mind is trying to control and understand. And, and so there is no reason for us coming here and no reason for you being here? That's right. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we play. There's nothing left except to play. <laughs> and no reason for paying, and no reason for no. <laughs> no, no. It's just every version of manifestation that can possibly happen is happening because molecules are moving and changing and changing shape and form all the time. So the reason is just to do something, whatever, right? No reason. Not even? Not even. No <laughs> reason, no purpose. Mm. And when did you come to this idea? Um, it's more a seeing of how it is. It's not a concept in the normal way that a concept is. Or, oh yeah, it's like that. It's more that once the, the I stories drop away, how it is reveals itself. It's there all the time. It's, it's what you are. It's what I am. It's, it's what is. But when mind is no longer pulled into the I story, what is seems to have space to show itself because attention is freed up. So it's more seeing what is. It's not a knowledge or... I don't know. Um, in, other, uh, in, in other words, you're saying that... Uh, I mean, if you believe that, and you obviously do, what you're saying... No, there's no belief. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. I'm kind of pulling on words now, but okay, sorry, go on. Um, if you... Well, let's use some other words that you like more. Uh, if you... <laughs> if you stand by what you say, right? <laughs> uh, help me, like, what words should it's I fine. use? Go on then. Okay, go on. Let's, um, let's see where we go. Yes, you see, the if it is so, then it's as if you're saying that this is the truth. It's as if you have arrived at some like eternal truth, and this is the truth, that there is no reason. You know? And uh, don't you think it's somewhat dangerous? Because like, uh, 
It reminds me of one uh, communist song, like there are many roads in the field, but there is only one truth, you know. So they thought that, uh, whatever, communism, Lenin stuff, and uh, you think that there is no reason, or I don't know, maybe Muslim fanatic will say that uh, it's not like Islam. That. Okay, it's not. Do you see what I mean? Like, I if do. there is one, uh, it's not the truth. Like no, it's how is it different? Like you investigate to find out if you exist. Well, they did too. I mean, they they they, they investigated too, but and they believed that this is the no, truth. No, that which believes anything doesn't exist. You have to find out if you exist. All that happens here is a pointing, and you check it out for yourself. It's your own inquiry. It's self-knowledge, self-inquiry. You have to do it for you. I can point towards it, but mind, if, if mind takes the pointing as a statement, well then, then it's just at a conceptual level. And that's, well, there's something else going on. For you to find out if you exist, if what you think <coughs> is real, that's the journey. That's what satsang is about, is about encouraging you to, to, to go within and inquire and see what's real for you and actually do you exist. If this inquiry leads one to seeing that they don't exist at all, no more than a figment of one's imagination, it's only a thought that we exist, that I existed as a separate individual. And when that is seen as a thought, it's impossible to believe that is truth. And the only thing that exists is, 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 is not even existence itself. Not even existence itself exists. And what exists then? Nothing. Nothing whatsoever? Nothing, absolutely. No. There is an appearance which appears to exist, but even that doesn't exist. But all I can do is encourage you to find this out for yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. Okay. Can we ask the question, like, why? Why is there this play, then? You know, there's actually no reason for it. Okay. But if mind needs a reason in order for that question to be subsided, because yeah. that's how mind works, Okay. then the best reason is for the fun of experiencing. Oh, okay. It's the opportunity to experience, because that's what's allowed here. It's oh, only okay. an idea that you're allowed to experience, right. because the you isn't real anyway. Okay. Do you see? I think but, so. Yeah, but while the I is presenting as real and it feels like, yeah, this is my life and my pain and my story, and for a while that really, really seems real. I mean, right. totally. <laughs> Concrete, solid, belief. Yeah, it could hurt. Oh, yeah, and then it's my pain, and like, what are you talking about, Jack, you know? <laughs> of course it's real. Yes. And at a certain time, it's very solid, the story of the I. Okay. During that time, experiencing <clears throat> is what is available. Okay. Because there must be a me yes. who can have an experience. Okay. There must be a me before an experience, to have an experience, and after the experience, so that I know what happened and what the impact was. Do you see? Okay. So I must exist as an individual in order to have experiences fully. Okay. So that program is running in this in order to enable experiencing. Okay. But all of this yes. is only the one manifestation. Okay. It's only the same empty atoms. Okay. Do you see? So the thoughts running in that I am separate is what makes it possible. Okay. Do you see? Because it's all the same. It's just all empty particles of light. That's all that's here. 
except there's thoughts coming in imagining that there are separate things. Mind gives labels, and this helps us to experience. But there's nothing different in any of it. You see? So really, it's not possible to experience. But while the thought is running, it is. So we think. So we believe. Okay. And then it just becomes as it is? Yes, it is seen to be as it is. Once the I-thoughts drop away, how it is just just will show show itself. It shows itself. It does all the time. There's chinks all the time. Okay. You see? I am beginning to. Okay. Yeah. So really, it's just for fun. Right. For the capacity to experience. Right. That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, okay. So uh, I got up yesterday with kind of a, <clears throat> a notion about a story that I had been through. Uh, not really uh, clear what I wanted or what I wanted to find in it, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, more seemed to come up this morning when I woke up. So I just wanted to take another run through it. Yes. Um, so there was a situation with the daughter and uh, mm-hmm. dealing with her uh, particular emotional um, reactions. Sure. And uh, everyone was going to bed, and I just said I would sit with her for a while, because she seemed like she was, she was wound up. And I thought, well, I'm, I'm going to just be there with her and just let her unwind. And uh, after a while... I found that uh, it didn't seem like there was any unwinding. She was just running this program about how what was happening shouldn't be happening. And the response was to suggest to her that it, uh, it was happening and it should be happening and that you know, it was her thing to be okay with it. And... Um, and of course, she didn't want to hear about that, and so I, then I would just back off for a while, let her run for a while. And it went on for quite a while, and I, I, eventually she saw that I, that I wasn't... Normally what I do is just say the things I need to say to get her to relax and uh, um, come out of her, uh, her situation, but I didn't go there, and... That I think that's why it all felt so unresolved, and um, and and for me as well, it, it felt bad the next day when I woke up, and so I, I was just sort of looking at that and wondering whether, because it it just seemed to come up in me naturally, but it it also kind of created an inflexibility. So I was trying to look at that and see if that was a uh, a form of stuckness or if if it was. Uh, If there was a way that I could have moved differently, I don't, I don't know. It's just it didn't feel like yesterday. It went, I found what I was trying to find in. Yes. Yes. It can 
happen that peaceful resolutions don't come to sure. situations. Sure. Yeah. It can happen that we want attachments to peaceful resolutions. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, and I'm okay with that. Uh, it it really yesterday I, I was moved to come up just because it still felt like there was something going. Um, but then it, uh, it it also became a way of looking at my my uh, patterns of um, uh, seeing what's going on with myself and kind of a, a disinclination to pick things apart because it sort of in a way seems either like too much work or sort of arbitrary and not very accurate anyway. Okay. Mm. So mm. I was wondering whether there's something being avoided there as well. Mm. Mm. Can you place attention prior to thought? Speak from there. There's a, uh, <laughs> a familiar overlay. Prior to thought is, is easy, but then there's a freezing uh, about moving from that place. Um, Explain freezing about moving. There's no words. Yes. There's not. Yes. There's no access to. Yes. Easy communication. That's right. Mm. But when communication is needed, it comes. Somehow it just mouth opens and words come, mm. and attention can stay prior to thought. And that's the natural state. But the story of your daughter won't come. Mm. It won't happen. But whatever will be said, if your attention is there, whatever will be said to her in any moment is what will be said from that place. And that's as good as you can do. Mm. Because then there's no separation that she's different to you. There's no connection, attachment, father, daughter, whatever, whatever might be running. None of that exists there. Mm. Because, you know, when there's a dynamic, particularly in a family dynamic, there are so many layers. And we can do that work, we can pick away the stuff, and pick away, and pick, you know, and pull back. And, but at a certain point, that's simply, that's simply just more story. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, it's more story. And there, at a certain point also, it's a useful thing in order to see, well, what are the hooks? I'm inclined to say let the hooks show themselves rather than go looking for them. They show themselves. Something is in your face, then work on it. <laughs> Do you know? Do you know? Yeah. But it's all about placing your attention prior prior. Yeah. To all that can be thought. Prior. Whatever whatever that mechanism is for you to yeah. come out of story. And then there is the only, only, 
what the natural state would present will happen in connection with your daughter. But it won't have, what's the best way, am I hiding something here? Mm-hmm. It won't have any of that. So I'm waiting for cues. You're waiting for cues. Well, when you say work, work, when, it's, when it's in your face, work, work, with it. work with it then. Yeah. If something is right up and there's a, a, you know, a bad feeling, it's like, yeah. okay, well, what's going on? Okay, then you can't because you're already stuck in something. Mm-hmm. Do you know? But the rest of the time, place attention prior to consciousness. Unless something pulls it out. The other way is very long and laborious. Mm-hmm. And you end up leaving it because it's just creating more of a nice story. Mm-hmm. Do you see? Yeah. So why not place attention prior to consciousness and let the show be over? What arises from there arises from there. Do you see? Mm-hmm, I do. And if you're out in a story, you will know because it will feel blech. Mm. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it gets simple. Yeah, once again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So in that, that's 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 the position. That's the most natural position, mm. you know. In and and life will continue, and things will be said from there, mm-hmm. but only not with the I should say or I need to resolve or. But resolution will come if resolution is ready to be received. <laughs> do you see? Yeah, yeah. It's the cleanest way to rid all personal agendas about a scenario. Because it doesn't even have the intention of, of sorting out a scenario. It doesn't even hold that. But it's resting in what you are. It's abiding outside of the eye story. Live life from there. What needs to be said will come from there. Getting there, yes. When it's in your, when you're, you said when, it, when the the conflict arises, yes. That's when you, that's when you, that's when you connect with. That's when, when you, you know you're out, huh? Huh? That's when you know you're out. You're out. You're yeah. out of consciousness, or you're yeah, of, you're not abiding in self. Not, you know. Right. So, so you connect with self, and speak from there, and so again, it's getting getting there. And it's usually when you're out, and and it's you you, it's a it's you know it's in your face like you said it's in your face that it's most difficult to get to self because you you could be booked right yes yes and so uh, so what you said yesterday was to to go directly to source as opposed to. Mm-hmm. As opposed to going to a, the observer, you go direct to source. If you're stuck in a story, you have to go to observer. Go to observer and then go to 
source. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's uh, the. Okay. So, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, totally. Because if, if the ice story yeah. is on, there's it's too far. Yeah. It's just yeah. too far. Really. Yeah. I how I felt um, when I woke up this morning was um, you know a, a general quietness, and um, you know, and then some little little no 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 and <laughs> and so that was White Fang. Anybody know? So that's an old, it's an American thing. Uh, so um, it felt like. Without the 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 larger confrontation, the, the larger hook, yes. that it was almost kind of like hard to find a seam to 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 peel back. You know what I mean? Mm. To to get to observer or to get to source. It, it was like. Since since the since the interruptions were very small, the the, the the chatter was very small. Yes. It it's kind of like you can't find the, the seam of it. You know what I mean? It's, so, but I hear what you're saying. But if you go to observer, you just observe that. It's, if it's if it, you know what I mean, there's no like edge. There's nothing to grab onto. It's just kind of like a very low level, a very low level kind of. Okay. And and. Okay. So my my question was, gee, do I have to have do I have to be hooked? Do I have to have a big upset to be able to stop and get back to source? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I was. Uh, yes. Is this making sense at all? It, yeah. It is, but it's a little bit mixed up. Okay. Lego. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If the chatter was seen in that way, then observer mode is where attention is. Mm-hmm. It's already in observer mode. I'm, it's not I'm, in the story. I'm in observer mode a lot. Yeah. But isn't that mind? Mind is yes, observer. Yes, mind is observer, yeah, of okay. course. Yeah. Yes. So, from observer, mm-hmm. place attention from where the next thought is arising. Mm-hmm. Now, you will only know that you've attention has left there when you're out in the stickiness or when you're an observer. But you probably won't notice it an observer. It's more noticeable when you're out in the suffering happening. Mm, yes, yes, okay? yes, yes. Now, the, for some, they put, when I did it, yellow post-its all over the place. Place attention back. Bring attention in. Bring attention in. Because if, if the reminders aren't full on, if you don't, if you don't hear the reminders, or you're caught for half a day, and you're like, "Whoa, I must be in my head because I didn't even notice what happened today. Where was my head today?" So of course you're in story. Do you see? Mm-hmm. So some some people use reminders, just yellow post-its, mm-hmm. to place attention to the source of the next thought. From where is the next thought arising? What I was getting at was, it was almost like they weren't thoughts. Yes. It was like. It, it was just kind of like a, like a, like you're Background in a, radio. Uh, yes, yes, exactly. Like you're in a cocktail party That's and there's right. this din. Yes. But, but there are no, 
there's nothing distinct about That's it. That's right, because there's no identification with it. Yeah, it's yes. just very dis- distinct noise. Yes. Yeah. So there were no thoughts. It was like almost that there were no thoughts. Yes. Just a distinct... Just a bit of something gone yeah. on. Yes. So then there were no thoughts, yes. like you say, to go go to the source of that thought. No. That's See the difference. Yeah. Going to the source of the next thought. You don't know what the thought is. It's a trick for the mind. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the thought is. You're not looking at the thought. You're just heading into a blank. Because what's going to be your next thought? What's going to be your next thought? I don't know. You see, no. You never know. So you can't wait for the thought to go to the source for it. it, it the, the waiting or the idea of the next thought brings a blankness. Then you're going to the place of where the next thought arises from, and it's a double blankness. It's a trick to lead to the mind leading the mind to some place where it's got nothing to cling to. Do you see? There's absolutely no story there. Mm-hmm. So, needing a thought to do this, no, 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 it's got nothing to do with a thought. It's a trick. Does that make sense? The words make sense. I'm having trouble with, like, okay. holding it, you know? Okay. Um, and, and you have to, once you go there you have to be there for a while you won't to speak to speak for a minute you have to get used to it yeah yeah Yeah. something gets used to it something something learns how to trust it you have to settle there and trust it yeah okay good yeah 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 trusting it is almost like I I don't know trusting it is too much because then there's you who trusts it but when attention is placed there there's nothing going on there's the din in the background Maybe, maybe not. But it's not named as, oh, there's a ding in the background. We're now an observer and heading into identification. Oh, there's a noise in the background. We're off stating that something is so. So it's a trick. And what it does is it kind of, it, 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 it swallows up the mind that is heading into the source of the next thought. It kind of swallows it up. So the second that you say, oh, okay, I'm there. I'm going to stay there. No, 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 you're out now. You're out now, because there's nothing happening there. And you won't know how long attention is placed at that door. You won't know. The only thing you know is when you're out again. Do you see? Because there's no story there. Mm-hmm. So there's no story there. There's nothing happening. Mm-hmm. There's no connection with the linear time. There's no. There's nothing running. Mind doesn't like it, because mind wants to be running something. Mm-hmm. Do you see? So... The, the the pulling away from thoughts happens when there's something happening to me and I'm in a story and I'm, you know, life is real and, and it's happening right now. So when identification is going on, that's when it's like, whoa, get a bit of distance here. That's when the stepping back to observer happens. Mm-hmm. Now from observer, we play a trick on mind so that it's not even observing. Which we only have mind to destroy that part of mind. So we have to play a trick on it. I hear you. So from observer, mm-hmm. we're not looking for a thought. We're playing a trick on mind and telling it to go to the source of the next thought. Go from where the next thought would arise from. Okay. Do you see? Wait for it. Yes. But see, if you're waiting, you're wondering and you're thinking. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then go deeper. Place attention at the source of the next one. Go deeper than waiting, because waiting is still something for the eye to do. Mm. Place attention 
on the source of where the next thought will be arising from. Because everything arises from what you are, you see? So literally it actually kind of is true in the illusion that the next thought is going to arise from what you are anyway. But it arises from nothing. So you're placing your attention into nothing. Do you see? Mm-hmm. And somehow the capacity for story, the I story, for the sufferer to exist gets destroyed. Yeah. Does it make a bit more sense? Oh, totally, yeah. Great. Great. Okay, thank Great. you. Great. Okay, thank you, Yeah, of course. Thank you. So I, I brought this up yesterday, and I'm, I'm sort of drawn to bring it again. And maybe it's just um, um, trying again to, to articulate it. Um, there's a sense that um, that once you've dropped out of out of story, out of mind. That then everything is brought. Then you sort of, sort of come back to include everything, and and the um, and so so the the human uh, personal life that you've been living is still still continues. The, the mm-hmm. you know the relationships with your family. This, the, it, there's no dropping out of of the continuation of. That, that which you were doing. Mm-hmm. So it's all included again. Mm-hmm. It's all seen. So there's this, this going all the way and then coming back to include it all again. Did that for some, yes. yes. Okay. But, but not, not for all. No. Everybody's system breaks through different. No, obviously. Ramana, Harshi, you know, mm-hmm. people who, mm-hmm. who just sort of mm-hmm. get into this, a space where mm-hmm. they don't want to come out from there. Mm-hmm. But, um, so what, then sort of happens with personality and and um, um, preference and and those kinds of things. You know, like anyway, just maybe speak. Mm. I don't need to ask anymore. I don't know how I can give an answer that's different from yesterday. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay, so the first thing is that in, in in okay when it happens like that, in the in the kind of coming back out and life starting again, there is no there there is no monitoring of it or, or watching of it. It's more that 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 other people tell you, oh gosh, you're normal again, you know, or you're back, or you know, and you're like, what are they talking about? Do you know? Because there is no sense of how you are doing. You can't see who, where your place in the world. You know that there are no places at all. Um, the subjective uh, perspective is gone. It, it's just wiped out. So there is no way of even knowing that it all starts up again. Un- unless it's mirrored and you're like, oh yeah, it can be perceived that way. Okay then, yes, it all starts up again. Do you know? Because there are no no judgments of how it is that work. 
So if personality is, is used by the form to keep running life, you know, to keep the show going, to keep whatever, movement, because the body is still working, then personality is used. But at all times there is no sense that it's my, your personality. It's the ownership. But you have a persona. Not, not necessarily, you know, maybe yeah, you yeah. don't like that word. No, it But there is, there is a, there is a, you know, if, if you were to walk back in this room or we were to hear your voice or we were to, just your energy, is, there's, there's a specificness to that personality, right? And I'm just saying, what happens to that? Like, how can that be? Because that is conditioning. That is developed, right? That is, that is a conglomerate. It's, it's an accumulation. Um, so why doesn't that dissipate? Why, why does that not fall completely mm. apart? Mm. Because um, it, it, it did for a while, mm. and then it kicked back because, I, I don't know, I guess it's because all that exists, none of it is, well, that has to go. There are no absolutes about it. The only thing that absolutely will go is ownership idea. Mm. So if something is used, like let's say conditioning of like, I'm not that fond of, of my photograph being taken. I'm, I'm just yeah, not. I noticed that. that I'm just not. I never was. And it's, it's still there. And it's like photographs and memories. And I, you know, I, I, it just doesn't, I don't know. I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Do you know? So. But not getting it. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, but yeah. Not getting it. Yeah. And having a preference for it. Because I noticed that. That yeah. was one of the things I noticed that you didn't like to have your photograph. No. I thought, if there's no preference, why is there? Why is there yes, there? that's right. And that comes through in the personality. Mm. Absolutely comes through in the personality. Of course. That, that comes through in the personality. They're like, oh, cameras on Jesus. You know? And it just comes through. But it's more like it's a reaction mm. that, that doesn't have any charge or potency. It's just a reaction. Like if I put a bit of meat into my mouth, I'm sure I'd gawk. I'd go, Bleh. do you know? I probably would. Do you know? Yeah. Um, so those kind of things happen. But I don't see it that like, well, I don't want my photograph taken. Uh, you know? It's just like when a photograph comes, it's like, <gasps> do you know? And it's like it's another passing through reaction because this would be another passing through reaction too. Yeah. Do you see? But they don't feel like they're owned. They don't have um, a charge with them. They're just responses that are coming in. So it continues, but but sort of flattens out from being... Yes, it's very flat. It's all flat. It's all same, same. So there's nothing that says, oh, I should, or I shouldn't, or that's a... There's no labeling at all. So because there's no labeling, there's no sense that one persona is different to another persona. There's none of, none of that happens. In dialogue, yeah, I can say to somebody, yeah, because your energy is like this and da 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 da. But it's part of the movie. It's how the movie works within the movie. Mm-hmm. Do you know? So the movie is taking care of the movie. But it's got nothing to do with what you are and I am. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see? Yeah. This is all still. Movie oh, it's all on. movie. Yeah. Of course, it's all movie. Yeah. So the movie will continue. So if there's if there's a body that doesn't have or a mind that doesn't have, I don't know, that doesn't have the ownership running, or you know, mind isn't owned. But your of course, mind is part of the movie, and it still functions as part of the movie, but it's not attached. It's not held. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. 
The only time I feel that sense is when I'm in retreat, uh, in meditation, or when I'm painting. Okay. Those are the two places that I notice the time sort of stops, and I'm just sort of responding. I'm not really... Yes, that's it. There's nothing going on, really. That's it. There's a spontaneity mm-hmm. that arises, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a so spontaneous painting, movement. With painting, with... With meditation, there's a, there's sometimes there's a space, just a completely empty space, no nothing. With painting, there's something, there's movement, but there's no there's no me. Yes. But those are the those right now. There you go. That's where my transfer happens. Yes. Great. Mm, thank you. When you're painting home, huh? Yeah. Do, do you know? Yeah. That that whatever that sequence is, that that puts mind into abeyance. What is it that happens there? See? Because in some way mind is 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 okay about um, not running the I story while you're painting. So I wonder what it is that, that mind surrenders its story there and do it all the time, huh? Mm. And spontaneously, whatever is happening in the moment, you won't be bothered about it if you're you know, if there's a preference running or not a preference running, this. I, I I'm I'm very easily triggered. I, I okay. I'm very um, okay. You know, I react very much. Okay. I see the reactions. I go quickly back into okay. observer. Okay. But I I'm triggered. Okay. Really okay. Often. I told you that the first time. Yes. I said, it's yes. like all over the place. Yes. Right now. Yes. Yeah. Can you see that those triggers are happening, mm. the response to a trigger is happening in consciousness, that it's part of the yes. movie, that it's not yours? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and you know, last night I had this experience of seeing my, myself from different different directions, and I've had that before, where I've, where I've actually, and I don't believe in, I'm not a big believer in out-of-body sure, sure. but it happens when sure. I go into consciousness and it'll, certainly in the watcher I'm there and and then sort of start watching from all different directions and it's it feels it feels like um, I'm inside and outside and like there's all kinds of views which are interesting um, just yes. weird things happen <laughs> it's fine I just put it down to my it's mind fine. playing with me yeah, and, and let mind be playing. There's no you. Let mind be playing. It's all happening in consciousness. Do you know? The spontaneous reactions, the what, whatever, the observing of this form from three or four different angles, it's all happening in consciousness. Take out the me part. And spontaneously, everything will appear to be the same on the outside. But you won't be bothered by it. Or how others perceive it. You won't even imagine that does value and looking at that. Because mind is out of story. Out of story. Yeah, I just want to share an interesting thing. I, I shared it with Joe in the kitchen and I just thought you might be interested. I Last night I went to bed and I said, I'm not going to go tomorrow. I'm not really interested in, in going tomorrow. It's, I just I don't feel like I need to go. I'm going to clean the house. And then this morning when I woke up, I thought, I'm not going to go today. I'm, I'm going to go sailing later. I'm not, and then I got up and had a shower and got dressed and came. Mm. And it was just like, it just kept, and I was watching myself driving here thinking, I thought I was a good girl. Great. Great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's great when that chink comes. 
between, you know, something's moving through your body and, and the, the alignment isn't so perfect anymore. That you can see your head is thinking one thing, but your body is doing another. <laughs> Do you know? It's just fantastic. The, the alignment breaks up, you know, because it's not that tight anyway. You know, we think it's tight because you're just listening to your head, you know? Do you know? So then the next step is don't make decisions at all about no. going or not going. Don't stop making decisions. There's no need to make decisions at all. Yeah. No, there's no need to make decisions. God, here anyway. Yeah, yeah. So much for sailing, huh? I wonder if there's an idea cruising that um, that there's some kind of perfection or feel-good factor in self-realization. There isn't, you know. Your your body will still be the same, and you still get sick. <laughs> Do you know? Um, things pass through. They're just you're just not bothered with them. It's got the same, same about it. Do you know? If ownership was running, for sure, mind would say, boring. Mind would. But, 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 it, but, but there's no memory, so it seems to be kind of fresh. But it's stable and unchanging. And then this movie is happening, this movement is happening, and you're not really bothered with it. I suppose I'm trying to avoid saying, oh, a nirvana, the state. It's not like that at all. It's not enjoyed in that way. But what arises, you know, movement spontaneously arises. It's just the same as life. There just isn't the attention on thought. That's all. It's just not about me anymore. Do you know? So it, it, it's actually kind of more subtle than, than, than a big shift, really. You know? It's like everything is okay without having the attitude that everything is okay. It's like there's an acceptance of everything without one accepting everything. Do you know? Take away that layer and show what? There's no need to comment on anything. It's just how it is. There's no thought that it could be another way or better, or it's just how it is, so... No thought, you know, so... So then, of course, it's just how it is. It seems even madness to imagine that it could be different, because it is how it is. What would I go into a fantasy world and imagine it could be different for? It just seems futile and ridiculous and a waste of energy. Do you see? So it's more that it's, there's a simplicity in it, you know? And an ease and desireless. But... (laughs) (laughs) I was reading your book last night. 
funny. And you talk about joy and bliss. Yes. So that's the part. Okay. With my carrot. It's your carrot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, this is the trouble. Yeah. Yeah. When attention is in what, what you are, like outside of story. And that's just language we use. It's what you are. It's like, well, you don't exist and there's no being anything anyway. So even that's a lie. But, so, when attention is in what you are. <laughs> Stop for language, always. Um, there's that, fee- that, that feeling that everything comes out of what you are, that creation does, that that, you know, that all manifestation is just, is, is, is what you are in manifestation. And it's going back to what you are. And, and that's all. And it's dead simple. Just feels, that's fine. That's just a happening. Not particularly interested. In that arising, at the start of where it arises, before duality kicks in, the good, the bad, the right and wrong, you see, if mind isn't engaging in the good, the bad, and the right and wrong, and me and others in separation, mind isn't engaged in that duality story, then there seems to be a capacity to sense what's arising prior to that, because that bit burns out. And prior to that, what's arising is joy. So that doesn't seem boring. But it's not that, oh, I feel joy. But it's there. Yeah, it's there. It's there. It seems to be just always there. Yeah. And it's not that it's good or it's not that it's boring. It's because there's no distance you can get from it to say bad or good. Do you see? Right, but it still feels pleasant, you know, as opposed to all the suffering. It's more that the suffering is gone, the suffering capacity is gone, because the framework of the I story goes. So with the suffering capacity gone, what's there all the time is still there. Do you see? Yeah, so that feels like a benefit. You know, some teachers, I don't know if you've said this or not, that there's no benefit. Yeah. And to me that feels like a benefit. Yeah, sure. Sure. Mind will set that up. And if it needs to set up that story in order to keep you going, that's fine. That's fine. But but there will be a dropping off of that benefit too. And it usually uh, brings you to a hopelessness. Just of like, I just set that. I just set up that story too. There's nothing. There's just nothing there. It's just dead pan nothing. And because that's what the mind will say because it can't catch it can't make a story out of it. So then it says, I reject. So it's going to present death, the idea of death to you. You see? So rather than saying, yeah, it's a death while you're alive, it's a death in the body, it's not going to work as a carrot, is it? So mind, in it, towards its own annihilation, will set up a benefit as a carrot, rather than saying it's a death while you're alive. Yeah, well, my, that's not really true. I mean, my pull is an inner. Yeah, it's a pull of course. To know the truth of, of course. who I am. It's a curiosity. It's yes, exactly. But mind imagines that there needs to be a carrot. So that's like the superimposed thought. I'm going to go sailing today, but body's doing something else. 
So the pull is an inward thing, but mind says, well, there must be a benefit because there's always a benefit if I'm doing something. So we'll, we'll hang on to that one. Do you see? And that idea will burn out too because it's superimposed upon the pull that you could do nothing about anyway. Yeah. So can we talk about something else that there's yeah. no progress? Can you talk about that? You've mentioned, you know, like being here. All right, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know. Within the movie, it appears as though it's all progressing and it appears that there's evolution of humankind, evolution of so many things. That we're progressing. Well, just personally, okay, I feel yeah. more patient, I feel less triggered. Yeah. So I yeah. label that as progress. Yes. My emotions feel yes. a little calm. Yes. So while the idea of progress is running in your head as a good thing, then that will work for you. It will seem as though what makes you progress is going to motivate what you do. So that idea is plain. You would do the same thing if ideas were not running. But at the moment, there needs to be an idea to, to direct what you do. At the moment, they're still lined up. Yeah, okay. So I need you to... Because my mind, okay, when I have felt that I haven't been progressing, then I watch movies. It's like I, I get discouraged. So you're saying that that's not really... That's this consciousness playing. It's really not that I've made a decision. Mm. Mm. See, this is where the, the laws all mix up. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, in doing that, that will happen for a while. And then it will probably be seen that when I'm not making progress, that's fine too, that there's just a desire to be making progress. And if I'm not making progress, well, then I just kick back and I'll definitely not make progress for a while. And we run that story for a bit. Do you see? But if it can be seen that the desire to make progress is good, if you nip that desire, there's something about, hey, watching movies is happening for a while. It will be seen more that it's happening in consciousness. It won't be attached to the story yeah. of... Well, that's what I thought I just said, that it was just happening in consciousness. Yes. Yes. And and there comes a freedom in it, or it's not a case of... Right. It's not a case of pushing away. Yes, which exactly. Is, right, which is exactly. what I was doing. Exactly. Right. That's the subtle thing. Right. That's the thing. It's tricky, right. huh? There's no judgment about it. That's right. Having no judgment about it. So let it happen without an eye. You see? Yeah, let coming off the, 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 the track for a while, let that be without an eye also. And then there's no track on and off, it's all the track. Mm. There's only the path, you see. Coming off the path is a path too. Do you know? It's all the path. It's all the path, but no progress. Okay, the no progress okay. is about that we're, I'm already it. That's what the no progress is. Progress is for the mind. Yeah. It's for the mind. It's for the mind to, you know, to run out of sticky thoughts, for the mind to shift in its beliefs, for mind to drop beliefs, for mind to know that it doesn't exist. And we call that liberation within the movie. Somehow, when the movie seems the movie, somehow 
in that space, and I'm sure you've hit it at retreats or whenever there's like a woof, an outside space, that the idea that you had some place to go and something to do was just maintaining it. The spiritual path maintains the seeker. You see? But you can't help it for a while. You can't help it. But at a certain point, it maintains the seeker. So then, progress is just an idea that's bought for a while. So what's progressing? What? Sure, sure. There's just the idea of progress. But the movement is going to happen anyway. The movement is happening anyway. Well, I guess the idea of progress has to do with dissolving the eye. Yeah, totally. It's for mind. It's for mind. Yeah. And you won't be able to help it. You know, if, if it's happening gradually and shipping away and shipping away, there is a feeling that you're progressing, of course. That's what minds gives you as like a, oh, a little bit of, another little bit of freedom, another bit of freedom, another bit of freedom. And it's great, but it's just in the experiential realm. Do you see? It's just another way to live. But it's still about the I having a little taste of freedom. When there's no I, it's called absolute freedom. There isn't an I who's free. Do you see? So even the progress itself is maintaining the I. It's giving the I little... Hmm. Another way to, to be in life, fully engaging, but in a way that doesn't have so much pain. So ultimately there's no progress, because the eye, in the, pro in the progress, the eye is maintained. But you do talk about shinking away and, yeah. you know, getting yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, it's full of paradoxes. It's full of paradoxes. If you come from the outside, you know, from a self-abidance, sure, none of this matters at all. But if there's an eye that's real, of course, we have to work out from the level of consciousness that's playing there and open at the next bit and open them at the next bit. And when it's ripe, we'll open at the next bit. And that's, that's what we do. That's what we do in every aspect of life. Spiritual stuff as well as everything else. There's a time for everything and it all has its place. And it's lovely. Do you know? There's a beauty in it. Do you know? So the spiritual work is no different to doing your garden. It's the same. It's still working with what is, working with nature, working with your soil, working with seeds, you know, and, and to progress another bit and another bit. And we work with mind in the same way. And it's fun. Mm -hmm. And it can, it's light. And it gets lighter as we work with it. Do you know? And it's fine that it's happening. It's fine. But, but, but what about the high jump? You know, where the I is the one who's keeping the story going because the I wants to progress. So the belief in progressing is maintaining the I. So just to go prior to thought and then it's just... Moved. That's it. It's just That's it. Shows not, over. Yeah. Shows over. Yeah. Yeah. And even if it kicks back in for like... 20 snippets a day. You'll only get annoyed with yourself if you're running memory. If you get more into the eye story and you're running memory, oh, I've lost the plot again, again I can't do this. It's like, hold on, hold, stop, 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 stop. Come out again. Do you know? Place attention outside of the movie. Right outside. Do you see? It's a great opportunity to play. Mm -hmm.
you know when it gets really conceptual like this and it's full of paradox and it's like, Ugh! it's a great chance to say, you know, there's no figuring it out. There's nothing to get. No matter all the intellectual knowledge you get, it's all going to be binned anyway. Just place your attention prior to the whole thing and it's all over. But we get in as if, work on this bit And it's fun. It's fun to do it. But let it be fun. Let it be fun. You know, don't let that be like, I can't understand this. Don't get what you're saying and that's rubbish. You know, you can do all that, but God, you know, that's so constricting, you know. Enjoy it. It's just talking gobbledygook anyway. Do you know? Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Let it be light, you know. What will click, will click, what it won't, it won't. But the bottom line, you know what to do. The bottom line. Find out if you exist. Do you know? And if you place attention prior to the next thought, it'll become kind of clear that what you thought was what was taken to be real. But it's actually only what you thought. And if you try to find a thought, really see, well, where is the thought? See, does it really exist? You won't find it anywhere. You won't find a thought anywhere. It has no substance. So what we're doing here is imagining that thoughts are real. And they feel like they're real once they're owned, you see. That's the magic of it. Then it's my belief. It's my perspective. Do you know? It's amazing, isn't it? The ownership makes it my thing. You know? And it brings the sense that you exist as an individual. Only at that moment it's running. When the ice store is running, only at that moment is there a sense that you exist. It's completely dependent on the ownership of a thought. See how it's made up? It's magic, huh? It's so fine. I mean, you can only create it yourself, huh? Do, do you know what I mean? You know, out of the magnificence, something so magnificent could come, huh? May I have a question? Yes. Oh, maybe it's a matter of defining better what is a thought, you know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, because um, if uh, what you say is true, then what are we going to do? That thought is nothing. What are we going to do with history of humanity and with Plato's Academy and with great thinkers of the past? Like yes. they just were kind of hanging around doing nothing and. Uh, all yeah. playing in the movie. Oh, it's all the movie. Like all the, the Greek philosophers now. were just kind of playing. Everything that can be thought is is within the realm of of what will be seen to be illusion. So, like uh, Plato and Aristotle, I mean, they were just kind of totally wrong, and they were just kind of walking well, around. No right or wrong at all. So they were doing nothing anyhow, and there was no reason for them to exist. And the whole history of humanity, when people were trying to figure out the meaning of life, or what is right, what is wrong, etc., they're just totally wrong. Just no, like there was no reason no to wrong. do it. There's no wrong in any of it. It can't be wrong or right. Well, why did it happen? The absolute plays with form. The absolute is manifesting in every way it can. For so, no reason. So it's a game, a pleasure of absolute uh, playing with form. But the absolute isn't getting any pleasure because the absolute doesn't know about it. Because for the absolute to know about creation, there would be two. There would be the absolute and what is created. There aren't two. This is always the absolute. This 
Creation is the absolute, never less absolute, never more absolute, in form or not in form. It's always the absolute. There's only the absolute. Oh, good that there is only the absolute. <laughs> I mean, if, if that is so, we don't know, because you're not absolute and uh, I'm not absolute and we don't really know. Oh, yes, we can you assume. are. Oh, yes, you are. You Investigate. No. Investigate. Go as far as mind can go and then something goes beyond and from there it will be known. But you must do this for you. Uh, I've done it and uh, in my way. Mm. But I still believe that whatever we see, whatever I see and whatever you see is just uh, as much as we can see. You know, it, yes. it can be wrong. Yes. I assume, I mean, we, can, we might be right up to a point, but we can be also wrong. Yes. So it's, a, a human being cannot have an absolute knowledge. But what really yes. interests me is uh, what you think that, the, why, why then uh, all these great philosophers existed if it just, like, if thought is nothing? <coughs> they were just like kind of hanging around and just playing but, with words? But, but, but they are thought. Yeah, but they, they, they are thought. They work with thought, right? No, they are thought, playing with thought. No, they were human beings. Concrete what human is that? And what is that? Is, human does that, being? Does that really exist? Yes, they were slave owners that uh, had free time and, uh, you know, that walked around dressed in a certain okay. way. And, but there's a know. difference in perception here. Because you're taking that certain things are real. That, 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 you know, there is a reality, there is an unquestioned reality to human beings, and human beings work with thought. And I'm saying, well, perhaps the human beings are the thought, that all of this is just thought. And investigating thought, it will be seen that thought itself doesn't exist. And there is a capacity while in the body to know that all of this is just illusion. And that's what I'm pointing towards. Do you see? Mm. Everything that can be thought is a thought. So including Aristotle is a thought. Yeah, but he was a concrete man, no? If you take a thought to be real, yes. Within the relative world, yes. But ultimately, no. No thought actually is absolutely real. I have like totally different perspective, but anyhow. Yes, 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 yes. You, you're not really answering my question, but maybe it's uh, difficult to, maybe we're not defining it well. Yeah, what's your question? My question is like, why did humanity for so many oh. centuries, you would call it played with thought, you know? Yes. Something that is not uh, real, as you say. I yes. think it's very real. I think to yes. the contrary, that yes. Yes. thought is something that everything is based on. Yes, everything is based on, including thought itself. I mean, reality is constructed, uh, somebody thinks something, and then everybody else is kind of, not everybody else, but many people like that thought, and, and they all kind of join, and they make it into reality. You know? And the someone who's thinking the thought is also a thought. That's the difference. That's what I'm saying. How like, like, like you're saying people have thoughts and they work with thoughts. And it's like, yeah, but in the investigation, 
of what you are, because that's what mind likes to do, is to look to see, well, what is mind? What is thought? Do I exist? I think, therefore, I am. Those kind of statements have come out. Okay? Now, investigate further. Investigate further, and then you'll find other people, like Buddha or Jesus mm -hmm. or whatever, and they, and they said something else. Um, that, that all of it is thought. All of it is thought. Even the one who is thinking a thought is also a thought. It's just another layer. And that matter does not exist? It just seems? Yes, it just seems. Yes, it's just an illusion. But if I were to take a knife and cut you, which I wouldn't, of course, but I mean, uh, yes, you you would not see that because you'll be hurt. I mean, yeah, the body would be hurt, but it's got nothing to do with what I am. It wouldn't seem to you like you would scream and sure, <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. That's how it seems. No, it doesn't. Like when you're hurt, you're hurt. You know, the body is hurt. Yeah, the body is hurt. The body is hurt. There's a difference. And the spirit is hurt too because you're scared. No, no. Because if this body dies, there is nothing lost. Have you ever been in situations that are like really hurtful for body? Of course. Yeah? Well, of course, not everybody is. Yeah, yeah. And it just felt like... It's, uh, if the body dies, it's, uh, I actually think there'd be a relief. <laughs> it's no big deal. It's not, it's not what I am at all. Did you have like... Did it happen to you that somebody would put a knife to your throat and stuff like that? Yes, a lot of terrible things. I came to this path through suffering. And in those cases you felt totally calm? And no, in those cases I thought I was a woman and, and I had a life and I was this body. And on investigation, after many, many years of searching and spiritual practice, the eye fell away. So now you would not worry? If ah, no, not at all. No. Not at all. Not at all. While before you were kind of... Sure, I believed the story. I believed I had a life and I believed, you know, what, what people usually believe, you know. That life is real and that I have to make the best of it and I have a life and, and all of those beliefs were running. But they are just beliefs and there doesn't seem to be much of an investment in them anymore. And uh, what if like, um, there are just uh, shallow beliefs and there are serious beliefs? I mean, maybe let's not throw, all, uh, throw out all beliefs, but just try to distinguish between them. The ownership is what goes. Ooh. My belief, my, it's the my part that goes. The belief isn't the problem, but if it's mine, that's the part that goes. And if it's not mine, and uh, I mean, many people... Uh, who are looking for truths, they would say they would not be focused on themselves, especially the famous fanatics we were talking about. I mean, they don't think about mind at all. And I don't know. No, they don't. You know, they're, they're really, like if you take, take a Muslim fanatic, they're very, they're incredibly idealistic people. They're usually very pure idealistic people. But let's not talk about other people because I don't know. You know what I mean? I can't say because I... Well, I mean... Uh, talk but, about you, huh? Me? Are you interested yes. in me? <laughs> yeah, but I, then I, it's something that I can... Okay. No, I can't talk in the third person of something I don't have experience of. Oh, um, what do you want to know? No, just around beliefs. It's the ownership of a belief. Because if there's a belief, there is my, my something, my glass, my, and it's mine, and that's it. And I owned it, I, I paid for it, and I own it. Okay, so if ownership is running, as and usually as a subconscious belief, then I will believe that you are separate. It okay. automatically happens that you are separate. So then you can own things. And all the laws that apply to me, they apply to you. And so the world is seen as separate. 
And so Plato and Aristotle are seen as separate individuals also who have their thing and their lives and that position works. It runs as a result of the my uh, running in this body. But when the ownership goes through investigation to find out, well, do I really exist? So in the investigation of that, it is seen that all the my, my mean, my story, my life is actually dependent on a belief in separation. And the belief in separation can be seen through. Um, it seems to me that um, owning things well is very important and takes a lot of courage, actually. And uh, it's not a bad thing at all. And uh, if, if you want me to talk about me, I have probably a story that is probably quite different from all of you because um, I have very uh, great difficulty um, having things. Because when I was a child, my mother took all of my toys once and gave it to one girl with whom I was playing. Um, because uh, I didn't want to, to share with her my chocolate bar or something like that. And she said, if you'll be greedy, you'll have nothing, you know. Mm -hmm. And of course, for a child who is five or six, you know, that's a big trauma. <laughs> and all of your toys are given away, you sure. know. So from then I decided, well, then I'll not have anything. Because if you have something, it's, it's a source of pain. Yes, yes. Mm. And uh, then I went further on and... Uh, I, I spent like the last year, I spent uh, almost uh, totally detached from everything. I, I mean, I was in a situation when I could allow myself that. So um, I spent just uh, the whole year looking at light and realizing what you say, that you're just kind of, uh, you start identifying with light and uh, light at a certain point, when you look at how rays of light are playing with um, uh, on the water, you kind of tune into light, and uh, it uh, it sounds like music, and um, and it has a rhythm of its own, you know. So it's not uh, it's not separate music and mm -hmm. and uh, movement, you know. Mm -hmm. It's yes. like all of it, and you totally identify with it, and mm -hmm. uh, and you can get joy that way, total joy, you know. Probably yeah. what you're referring to, I suppose. But then mm -hmm. you're. No, you're not. Really. No, but it's okay. Mm. Well, yeah, mm -hmm. no, no, you just yeah. asked uh, about yeah, my I... experience. So, so that was my experience. And uh, I realized that I'm kind of perfectly happy with what I have. You know, it was total bliss. It was enough to look at uh, how light is playing on water. You know? Okay. Um, and I didn't need concerts or art or just like this game of light and water was enough. Um, and then I realized that, uh, um, and then I thought, but if I'm born as a human being, then maybe I still have to do something with human beings, you know? Mm -hmm. Not that anything was lacking, but sure. I just thought that, like, since there is a reason for me uh -huh. to, you would say there is no reason, but I thought maybe there is a reason, okay. you know? it, Even though I'm happy, I felt like I should go back and uh -huh. investigate uh, and do something with others. Okay. Um, and there where I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then enjoy it, and you found a way to enjoy it and live it. And, and I'm trying to find it. It's uh, but it's not so easy, you know. And uh, I don't believe that. Uh, uh, what what you're saying is there are a lot of people uh, 
for kind of doing spiritual search today. And there are many groups in Toronto that are following this, uh, you know, and that are saying the same what you're saying, which uh, they say, like, put away the thought and just uh, enjoy yourself and get detached, etc. And it basically comes from Gurdjieff's thinking and... Uh, you're familiar with Gurdjieff. Yes, but I, um, you're not I, I, I don't say what you're saying. It's, 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 um, the way the way it works in this form is that is that there's different things appropriate at different times depending on the level of where mind is at and what story is playing with mind. So if there is one thing that could be said for all, it's find out if you exist. If there is one technique for all, then it is bring mind as close as it can, as close as you can bring it, to where it can't go. Do you believe there is one technique for all? If there is one technique for all... Well, do you believe? Then I don't believe anything. I, I, re I really don't believe anything. There is... Would you say you that there is a... Would you suggest that there is a technique for Not all? Not at all. No? But no, of course there isn't, because that's what comes through this form. So with somebody else, I might say, practice detachment. I don't even know if I'd say practice detachment, but it's like I said, pull back from that. Pull back. Well, because then I would practice detachment. So, it's, it's different to... Everybody hears it how they want to hear it, but I, I can't say that what you're saying is what I'm saying. If how it's heard, it's how it's heard. That's fine. Do you see? I do see, but I mean, I see my way. Yes, of course. And that's fine. That's fine. But for, for some people, cracks come. It's like crack comes in the fabric of, of what you thought was real. Do you know? Cracks start coming and, and it doesn't feel as authentic that this is my life and this is reality. And if there isn't a crack, perfect. Is there going to be a crack? Maybe not. Fine, great. Then enjoy living and, and, and you're finding a way of finding joy within that. You know? Fine, do that. But if what I'm saying doesn't make sense, don't be bothered with it. Well, I, do you mean, know? I, I listen to them. Sure. <laughs> sure, yeah, but, but, you know. I'm not bothered, I'm yeah, just curious. Yeah, you can throw it out too, you know? But, but, but I'm, I'm saying something that it doesn't feel like it's in your experience at the moment. So, so no matter what we do, it's actually not going to click because it's not in your level of experience right now. It's not saying that you, there, I'm not, there's not a progressive thing about going to another level or, it's not about that. It's just different ways that manifest at the one time. That's all. That's all. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Hi. Hi. Um, my name is Kate. Hi, Kate. I don't know if this is much of a question. Okay. I'm trying to formulate it, and I'm going all blank because this thing is staring at me. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is much of a question because I haven't, um, I haven't read this woman's book, and I don't even remember her name. Um, I've just seen numerous interviews with her, and, um, she was a doctor who had, um, I think the book was called Stroke of Insight. Jill Taylor. Okay, so you're mm. oh, I'm glad you're familiar mm -hmm. with that. So I haven't read the book, and maybe it's nothing like what we're talking about. Um, but I know that 
during the interviews, um, when she spoke of her experience, so many things, I was so on board with so many things that the work that's being, well, not the work that's being done, but, you know, trying to get to that place. Um, I'm not phrasing this right, so. And then this woman comes along who writes this book that I've just been too scared. I'm not sure if I want to read it, but everything just sounds so familiar. And I guess my question is, um, how do we know? And maybe we don't need to know, you know, who knows, but it just keeps coming back. It keeps coming back. That what we're doing isn't just tapping into that other part of the brain, that 90% that's mysterious. Yes. You know, and it's a good place. And if that's all we're doing, that's fine with me. It's a good place. Yeah. There's just that, the mind, I guess, just wants to know, are we going somewhere, you know, where there's meaning, or are we just still stuck in our head? Yes. You know? Yes, yes. So I guess I'm asking for you to answer the, uh, that big question, you know, throughout. Sure. You know, from the beginning of time. Yes. And if there's no answer, that's fine. I just, it keeps going back and forth through my head. How do we know? Yes. (laughs) At a certain point, faith plays a role. You, you, you know you've no option but to keep going with it anyway and the chances are it might all be empty and leading nowhere but that's when faith kicks in or trust that's where that the role of that um, Jill Bolt-Taylor the physiological thing that happened to her it, it, it's oh God I think it's going to change so much because it's a bridge for science to to, to talk to non-duality, the non-duality world. It's a fantastic, it's like, whoa, what's going to happen out of this? You know, it's another movement towards sharing of ideas. But what happened to her was that the eye didn't burn. No, it didn't. No, because when she was coming out of um, the coma and starting to connect that with her mom being beside her in, the, in her room, she just said, I have to get better. I just, I just have to... I have to come out of this exquisite state and relearn the skills and connect in some way because I have to do something about this and tell people about this experience and I can't do it when I'm just hanging out in it. So for her, if the I had burned, if that ownership, that ego I that we work on in the progressive path, if that I had gone and finished its its part in the play of things, then there would have been an, an alignment and her body would have been able to function. An alignment would have happened. There would have been not a prematurity about the brain fry. And the alignment that would have happened would have ensured that life could continue and she would speak from that place. Mm-hmm. But the ego hadn't burnt out and so she felt she had to get better, that she needs to tell people that she has work to do. Do you see? So the she is still there. But is it possible... Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just playing the devil's advocate. Yeah, of course. Um, but so forth, but... Um, that she just hasn't, that she was not able to just stay in that place and that perhaps people who have, and you know, for lack of a better word, have become enlightened. Yes, yes. That these people have just been able to stay in that right side. That's exactly what it is. That's what it is, yeah. Because the the I wasn't done, so it re-emerged and it pulled her out, so she couldn't stay because the I was louder. 
Do you know? The, the I pulled identity back in. And with self-realization, when truth is seen, that nothing is plausible about beliefs anymore. Nothing is, they're just seen as beliefs. They're not held to be the truth. So, so when the truth is seen, but it's more that she experienced the truth. Something was experiencing it. Do you know? Because she can talk about the bliss state. She was, there was still something that was a little bit separate experiencing it. And as a result, that seed made the eye come out and do work. And, and the, the eye is doing the work now. For self-realization, the eye story has finished. The personal eye story has finished. And so, yes, living spontaneously happens from there. Do you see? There's a spontaneous action that comes from there. Yeah, I'm always, I'm not I, don't know, I don't know if I see it sometimes. Yeah. It's a brief moment sometimes. I yeah. Think. And then it always goes back to, there's that 90% of our brain that we don't know what it is. Yes. What if it's just, yes. you know, molecules, just understanding things a certain way. I'm yes. having a hard time just... I understand that our, that we create our reality with our thoughts, and yes. you know, one day we think this, then the next day, you know, things change. Yes. Different people remember different. I'm just having a really hard time believing that this isn't real. Yes. You know. Yes. And so this is where I'm trapped, where I think, well, maybe we just move from whichever. Where's the right side of the door? <laughs> sure. I don't sure. even know which way they mean. Sure. Looking. Yeah. Um, what if we're just working on that side and yes. it's still very much real it's still molecules are just firing at a different yes. and then i get tired and i think oh who cares yes yeah yes both happens <laughs> but the discovery of um if that shift happens let's say that shift happens to you tomorrow it doesn't take an aneurysm but it, but something happens and the emphasis goes over to that side of the brain that's mm -hmm. nicer the right side i think with the left side of blood i think anyway so so you're functioning from that side of the brain where it's just kind of blissed out if that happens, if the eye is finished, life will continue from there, and no big deal. But if the eye is finished, there is nothing there to tell you that this is real. The mechanism breaks. There's no way of knowing if this is real. Now that is a physiological thing. For sure, that's a physiological thing. And that tends to happen with self-realization. Happened in Voltaire physiologically, without seeing truth. And so without seeing truth, the eye came back in. So the eye is using this material now out in the scientific world. Now, the mechanism that believes this to be true got fried with her for a while, but it wasn't sustainable. It wasn't sustainable. In finding out the truth that, un that is underneath all, it's, it's not that the question of, oh yeah, I found the meaning now. Oh yeah, I found. Because the I part isn't there. But somehow it all makes sense. Somehow it's all clear. Somehow every question that comes is just mind showing another perspective. Yeah. Do you know? But somehow being outside of the pull to work it out, the, the, the questions or the, the I story, all of that conceptual stuff, being outside of it is called the truth. By mind, it's called the truth. But it's not that mind recognizes that true as truth. 
Do you see? And that's the tricky bit, because mind says, well, maybe it's not the truth. It's like, well, mind isn't going to know it's the truth. It's just that mind isn't there, and it's just there's just a knowing of what is. Just a knowing. That's mind, and that's what mind does. Wow, it does all that. Wow, amazing. And then, in the knowing, you see that it never happened. It actually never happened. It was just a flicker of light with a time delay in it. Echoing. And, and vibrating at such a pace that physical form exists within it. And within the physical form is the idea of me and you and separation. It's wild. So all of it is seen to be just an illusion. And that's why it's called self-realization, is realizing that only the self is real. Because all of the cosmos, everything, is seen to be no more than a concept. It's got no substance at all. So, so it, it's not that it's a way of living, and for Jill Bolt Taylor, it's like a way of living that she can, she can spread to the world. This isn't a way of living. This is about finding out, really, what's underneath all of this. What really is it about? What really am I? Who really am I? And if you go that route, you see beyond what Jill Bolt Taylor has seen. Do you see? And there will be no I to, to give this to the world because it, it's, it's all just doing what it's going to do. But there's no impetus of an I because the I was just a thought that doesn't exist anymore. So that's the difference. It's not that the mind knows that it can work it out, that it can find truth. It's that when mind is seen to be just this sequence of thoughts believed when mind is seen to be what it is, all else, there's space for everything else to be. Noticed? Or, I know, for what you are to rest in it. Mm-hmm. And from there, it's, everything becomes clear. And there it's like, oh, oh. And for some people it's that simple. It's like, oh, oh yeah, that, that is just thought. Wow. Existence itself is just a thought. No more. It's all thought. So even the thought that you're having around, maybe it's just a part of the brain. Maybe the search for truth is just baloney and, and the, the, the part of the brain to kick in, well, that would just sort it out. Maybe that's all it is. And the rest of it actually is leading nowhere. That's just another thought. Yeah. So where there are no thoughts at all, place your attention there. Yeah, when, when you said this on a Friday night, I've, uh, I've never tried that, and that was just that was this new glimpse to a glimpse into something that I haven't tried before. Okay. That was was just a start of something, so... Did you try? I did, and it was, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And there's a blankness, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There is that... Before trying that, there were moments where there is, you know, the brain just keeps going, trying to wrap itself around ideas and so forth, and I just get tired of it. I'm just like, oh, who cares? It is what it is. Sure. Um, Yeah. But there's that... Not feeling, but there is that suspicion. Not you know. Yes. But beyond all that, there, there there is something you know. But it's just most of the time when the kids start screaming and this and that happens, you're just brought back, and it only lasts for like I don't know how long. That's right. But yes. that um, that suggestion of going there yes. has got me that much. Yes, sure, sure. It's a good technique. It's, it is, it is a good technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the brain always still keeps 
going again. What if it's just the right side of the problem? <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm glad that, you know, I don't really care. I mean, it is yeah. what it is. Do it anyway. That thought will come, and when that thought... I'm caring less and less about yeah. it, you know. Yeah. To yeah. the point where I thought, well, even if it is all a delusion, and none of even, you know, what you're saying or what other people are saying, or whatever, even if it's not real, well, it was a good ride, so there it is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. 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 Better than it was, you know, before. That's it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But then you need to know. That's right. And constriction go, yeah. comes from wanting to control and wanting to know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's a time to have faith. It's a time to trust that that, that what that what you think you are is only what you think you are. I just you know, I keep hearing you say too, you know, that you need faith and you just need to just get up more well, have faith and you know, just jump in there, but I just don't know how. Okay. And that's the thing. Okay. How? How do I how do okay. I get it? <laughs> you know, yeah. that's the Yeah. It's just yeah, and I tell myself also the desire to have faith, just let go of the desire, and it just okay. keeps going. And it goes on and on and on. This loop, it just won't stop. Yeah, yeah. And I tell, and I get tired. I'm like, I'll oh, just relax. It is what it is. Sure. And then it starts up again the next day, and then I forget all about it because the two-year-old screams. And sure. Like, oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It feels like it's gone into a circuit of concepts. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just gone into a circuit of concepts. Yeah. That's all right. That happens too. Yeah. But it won't give you any answers. It's just a circuit of concepts. Yeah. Place attention outside of it all. If there's a how, that's the how. <clears throat> but mind only asks how because mind wants to control it. You know, you know. But but that much you can do. You can place attention at the door of the limit of where mind can go. And you won't know how long you'll be there. And you'll only know that you're out. And place it back again. Just gently, just, ah, yeah, okay. Place attention there. Keep attention there. And see what happens. And see what happens. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. I was referred by Mar and, and Oh, you're Andrew. Yes. Oh, hi. <laughs> nice to meet you. And you. Um, I understand that you were a healer for a part of your life. Yeah, it was part of the part of the, the journey. Search and the journey. <laughs> yes, yeah. How do healings um, happen to you? Gosh, um, um, there's, a, there's, there's, there's. There's as many methods are there as there are books on it. There are many explanations are there as there are books on it. Right. Um, I, I, I don't know. I can just five or six different what's, things. What's, sure. what's the role of mind in healing? Okay. First of all, the first role of mind is healing. in healing is that mind has to believe something needs to be healed. Mind has to believe in separation. Mind has to believe in perfection and something imperfect. So for a while, there was there was a Jackie who was holding those beliefs, and so healing had purpose and meaning. And then those beliefs themselves got annihilated. So then there was no room for healing, and it stopped. 
Okay. Yeah. So healing will only happen when there's a certain set of beliefs already held by mind. So what I would say now is check out those beliefs. Why is it believed that somebody needs healing, that separation exists, that there is a healer and somebody to be healed? Why, why are those beliefs held? That's what I would say now. But in those days, I would have said, mm, I don't know. I, 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 what I used to do was I, I, I used to kind of go into a zone of surrendering personal will to divine will. And if healing happened, it happened. And if it didn't happen, it didn't happen. Okay, so when you surrender to divine will, uh, what's your role as the healer? What was the role in those days as a healer? Yes. I was playing the game. Do you know? I was in the game. I was in the movie. Imagining that there was somebody to help and that I could help, I guess. Now, when you did see a transformation in someone, um, let's say some someone had some particular illness. Sure, and sure. There were lots of transformations. Yeah, sure. Sometimes the transformations are instant. Sometimes yes. they're progressive. Yes. Uh, I, I see that. I guess that's my movie as a as a as a role that has benefit for your fellow person. Yes. Um, helping someone um, uh, through um, a tough time, whatever it is, uh -huh. or a physical uh -huh. ailment. Um, Is that a role that is being served for divinity? But this is all based on separation, as if God is separate. And, and, and yeah, I, I held those beliefs at the time, but I'm not sure opposite. I'm kind of waiting for a stance to come when it's not coming. I'm not sure where to take this, whether to, whether to, whether to, to I don't know what to do here. Is the healer a vehicle for divinity? If you take that God is separate and that separation is real and that people are broken, yes. Then that is the only role that a healer can take, is let God work through, let perfection do its thing. Otherwise it's kind of contaminated with a personal fixing motivation. Oh, I understand that. Okay. And I can foresee that. So okay. that's why I'm asking you, yeah. just because I... Uh, see that you've probably or may have had the similar thoughts held in mind at some point in time. Okay, okay. So so going back to that time, what I used to do was surrender personal will to divine will. What I used to do then was I had no interest in whether somebody felt better or not. Sometimes you get feedback, sometimes you wouldn't. I know I genuinely had no interest in it. It was like, okay, the person's gone, have a cup of tea, we go again. And that was it. Um, but there was some pull to do that. And then one day, I heard a voice saying, bring your work home with you. And ah, surrender personal will to divine will all the time. And so I did surrender. Can you repeat that? Sorry, so bring your work home with you. And what I clicked was surrender personal will to divine will all of the time then. And so I did. And that was my mantra for a while. Surrendering personal will to divine will. Surrendering personal will to divine will. And so the the mode that that I had in the work of healing was the mode that I would have twenty four seven. 
So what it did was any time personal will would come up, I'd say, well, surrender to divine will. Surrender to divine will. And for sure it it dissolved the interest in pursuing whatever attachments and desires I was running at the time. Because it's like, yep, nope, backseat. Surrender to divine will. Um, but it, it, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy then because, because it annihilates the one who thinks they are separate and healing. Do you see? Oh, I understand that. Yeah. But I, I think uh, from my experience with healers is that they, they see themselves as vehicles and um, they, they do in, in a certain um, capacity uh, surrender to divine will and just they're there. Okay. Um, and uh, I, I could foresee that at some point in time they may make the choice not to be there. <laughs> um, is, is that what No, happened? there was no choice. Choice was taken away a, a long time beforehand. Choice was taken away. There was no, there was only just what was happening next, what's happening next, what's happening. And I remember I used to say to my husband, oh, I just had this feeling that I'm, there's this speedy train, like this expressway train, and I'm hanging onto this vertical bar, and I'm like, horizontal with the, with the tracks, you know, because I'm just hanging on and it's pulling me so fast and so furiously that I'm just hanging on and I'm like vertical, the speed is going so much. That, that image was there for about three or four years. That's really cool. Do you know? Yeah, it's It's just like, I can't keep up. I'm not even in the train, you know? I'm like clinging to something that's pushing, 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 pushing furiously. Yeah. So, so the whole healing thing was part of that, being pulled into that and going beyond it, you know, and right. seeing that, whoa, as long as I'm a vehicle for God, God is out there and I'm here. That's another concept. That's not true at all. There, there isn't a separate God. How can there be? How can there be divine will? How could God have a will? And then that blew that up. God, if God had a will, God would have choice, God would have desires. <sighs> then God's a human, no? Right. So that's, that's what the concept of d divine will has done. It's placed human attributes on God. How could God have a will? There's nothing happening there. There's only God. There must be something separate from God for God to have a will about something. There's nothing separate from God. So there's no divine will. But these are concepts we play with, generally to burn up the belief in separation. Do you see? Yeah. And looking back now, the healing role was... It, it served a function to make, um, to dissolve limits to my thinking because mad stuff happens in healing, you know? Crazy stuff, like really off the Richter scale stuff can happen. So, so all the time it was like, whoa, I don't know what I'm dealing with here. I used to have that a lot of the times, like, this is very left, you know? So, so, I don't know, the more radical it became, the, after a while it was just like, well, listen, you know. There's just so many dimensions and so many, so many layers and so many layers. It just actually goes on forever. And, oh, it does go on forever. It will keep exploring new possibilities, new potentials. There is no having an overview of this, how this works from within. From within, I cannot see how this works. Okay. Now, is there an outside of it? And that question arose. Is there an outside of it? You see? Yeah. So that started started the pull outside of all of this. And there was less less of a pull to stay within it as a healer. Right. Interesting.
did you, just out of curiosity, did you find after your role was not that, I don't know how to yeah, phrase sure. it, but, sure. um, that uh, healings would happen on their own without any thought of them when you were in the presence of people? I think I think the interest in healing dropped mm-hmm. because there's only molecules moving. There's nobody doing anything. Sure. So there's no interest in in transformation or people getting something out of something or. Right. There's no interest in any of that. I could see that there's no interest in it, but I'm wondering if you uh, observed it happening anyways, even without any interest in it. Somebody. Somebody might be sitting with you, and they had a uh, bad yeah. back. They got up. They didn't. Yeah. They said, "Hey." Yeah. Wow, yeah. And for a long time, I took the bad back, and I'd be like, "Whoa, heart trouble there." You know, the, you pick things up when you're doing that healing work. You pick things up from people right. all the time. You're like, "Wow, cirrhosis. Who's beside me? Who's behind? Who, where am I picking up cirrhosis?" You know, <laughs> you know, and you know you're carrying stuff, and you let it go through your body, and ah, that's just part of that package. But it's all about separation and. It's based on those beliefs. Um, so I suppose the levels of observing it, it got more subtle. Do you know? Okay. It got more subtle and more subtle to where there was no attention being placed at all on a happening. Right. You know? Maybe you can help me out with that. I tend to experience what other people have. Yes. So if somebody has a sore throat, I'll feel it. Yes. Um, and, yes. And it's part of the package, I guess. Yes. When you just mentioned somebody's got cirrhosis, Uh were you you clairsentient feeling that? Yeah. And um, what tool, or what did you use to uh, not feel Mm. that? When I was into controlling it, and that's what that is, I want to not feel it, you know, then you want to control what you are feeling. So at that stage, I would send love there. I would, I would say, okay, the blueprint of a perfect liver. Let it be downloaded. <laughs> that would be one way of doing it, you know. But basically just sending love, just sending softness and resolution, you know. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, well, I'm just trying to control. I'm just trying to control. And if there's a surrender anyway, I wouldn't be trying to control. So I'm not surrendering if I'm trying to control what I've picked up from somebody else. So then I played with not noticing it at all, saying, oops, okay, I've got a bad hip here, and I wouldn't even bother to see who I picked it up from, or I would pay no attention, and the pain in my hip would leave. That's funny, that's just happened to me on my drive here from Windsor. Yeah. Pain in the hip. Yeah. Working with someone, and then it did disappear, so that's funny that you mentioned Yeah. That. So get to the place of where it's not even noticed. Yeah. That it's not even noticed that you have a pain in the hip. Yeah. It's like, okay, noticed, okay, gone. So if you stop feeding that thought, if you stop, stop plugging into that, it doesn't matter what's running through your body. Yeah, that, that usually works. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not about making it work. Mm. It's about not having a desire for it to be different than how right. it is. Okay. You see? Can I ask you something else that's yeah. a little bit different from that? Yeah. Um, your, your experience with past lives. Yes. Can you comment on that? If you have have had any or have not had any or don't care or for Jack, is it? For for me? Yeah. For Oh yeah, a load of past lives unpacked. A load of them. But sure it's and, just more mind stuff. And what's your experience with past lives as far as um, how real were they 
to you. None of it is real. Hmm. Andrew, none of it is real. It's all a story. Right. But were you, able to pick, story. Were, you, were you able to pick up on those stories of past lives? We take it that if the eye is real, then the eye can do anything. So then, yes. Sure, they, 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 you know, something would unpack, and I'd be writing an experience, and, you know, writing it, reliving it. Just for a know? lot of people, including myself, um, a realization of a past life gives some comfort as to the ongoingness of life, whatever it is that goes on. Um, but it doesn't last, Andrew, huh? No. It doesn't last. Right. I thought, I think, for me, it seems like a step. Uh-huh. And that's why I was asking about it. Yeah, sure, sure. And take those steps, but let, let it come that, hey, more, more, I want more. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Or go deeper. Or It's really wanting less, you know? It's yeah. less of the I story. Sure. Um, for some, unpacking of past lives happens. For some, not. It's not necessary at all. It's not necessary at all. It's just mind playing with, identifying with another bundle of thoughts and reimagine that that, 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 was, that we were alive in another time and that that was us then. And same as we imagine we're alive now and this is us. It's just, it's just another series of the same movie. Do you know? So, I think so. Yeah, so they, they all play a part, but they're all dependent on the belief that I'm separate. Do you see? Mm-hmm. So check out that one to see if you really are your body, if you really are your mind. Check that out. And everything else will fall into its place. Right. Okay. what's going on in this room and and all the different concepts that are going on in yeah and then bringing it back to address what we talked about yesterday about relationship and you and I said to you it's very difficult to find like even in a group that is interested to travel from wherever they all have or yes. where all of these bodies have come to this room even within this room, there's lots of concepts about what's going on and lots of different places to be in, within that yes. whole realm. And so relationship is very difficult. I spent, spent two hours yesterday with a woman um, just hiking, and, and she wanted me to talk to her about stuff that was going on for her. And I was really had very little to say. I just, I, I, I listened, yes. and then I didn't want to engage. I didn't really want to engage in it. Yes. And so, 
I think relationship becomes very difficult. You know, even become with friends because there's this seeing that there's there's stuff going on that you don't necessarily really even want to engage in. Yes. Conversation about something that's just doesn't matter to, to me anymore. Yes. So, and then I think, oh, I'm I'm in judgment about that. You know, I don't want to have a conversation with this woman about this drama story that she's having about something and. And, um, do you know, do you understand the question? I do, I do. For most, they become quieter. They tend to pull to the background. That happens. Yeah, I have a lot of people asking me in my day-to-day life, are you okay? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm fine. You're not, you're not talking. Yes. Yes. I don't really often have a lot, a lot to talk about. Yes, that's right. When mind isn't active, there isn't a whole lot to talk about. Let it be okay. And when somebody is talking and not floating, you know, the, the greatest gift is not interrupting them and talking about you. The greatest gift is just to sit there and listen anyway, huh? You know? So somehow, somehow the, the holding of another person's story would happen. Because there's there's nothing to be said. And they usually don't even want advice, they usually just want to talk. Somehow it kind of works out. Somehow it kind of balances. But your own desire, I don't want to be yourself, there's a desire. I'm here, that's how it is. Okay. Yeah. And there's also some fear that of getting pulled into it. You okay. Know, you can see that there's this energy going and you, and you, you know that, it, that it's you too. You yes, yes. You recognize it yes. very well and, and, you, and you go, I, I don't, I don't want, yeah, to, okay. I want to go over there. Okay, okay. Yeah, get yeah, out yeah. of that. Right? Yeah. So stay, stay playing in observer in a scenario that would normally pull you in. Mm-hmm. You know, play it, stay in as a gun, talking, scowling. Yeah. Stay in observer mode. You know, say, whoa, I could jump right in now and start bitching about so-and-so or, you know, but okay, just just observe her, just stay an observer. Do you know? Mm-hmm. And if life has put you in, you know, as, as in a listening role with somebody, then that's where it is. That's fine too. It's all fine. But less words will come out for sure. For sure, there's less to be said. And you won't become dysfunctional, but a bit quieter perhaps. Mm-hmm. Two hours later of concepts of <laughs> playing with ideas and did we get anywhere? <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. But I hope it was a bit of fun. <laughs> okay, okay, we're gonna just sit for half an hour. We're going off air, I think, are we? So thank you, viewers, wherever you are, and people here. If you need to. I have to run to the loop. So I'm just going to come back in 30 seconds and, and we're just going to sit for half an hour if you're up to sitting and just being in nothing for a while. Okay?